0: episode so 23 stand-up world the podcast thank you for joining us again uh got a lot to talk about this week got a lot going on on the site we're going to talk about joe rogan's mothership landing down there in austin and what i think is a complete axis shift for stand-up comedy which is almost a parallel move for when johnny carson moved to new york and yes joe moved to austin a while back but this is different he his show's been there a while but opening up a club it's kind of the final move Between Joe moving there, uh, I guess the COVID, the ending of COVID, and Tony Hinchcliffe's show, Kill Tony, really taking off down there. Tom Segura's and Christina P's show, and all all their stuff being there. and, And then finally that club opening. You know, JRE was there. The Joe Rogan Experience. experience Is it the Joe Rogan Experience or Joe Rogan Experiment? I don't even know. I just know Joe, Joe Rogan's show. I just... I know that, you know, the energy's all now in Austin. And with that Mothership Club opening, I have to ask myself, Mike Binder, 18 years old. Does he go to New York, L.A.? Or does he go down to Austin and get a job, wait in line, get a job as a doorman at, at that club? Does he work for the club where where Tony does his show, or actually Tony's show is now going to be at that club? Do I wait in line at the, at the Potlucks, at those clubs down in Austin? I think I go down to Austin. You know? There were decades where everything was happening in New York. Johnny Carson show was in New York. Steve Allen did the Tonight Show in New York. And Jack Parr show of shows was in New York. All the clubs and nightclubs and the Catskills was in New York. And then, you know, when Johnny moved to Los Angeles, the comedy store became huge all the comics they were in New York for years they were in LA I'm sorry for years you know and that's the way it was for years you had to be in LA basically there were some comics that were made still in based in New York and some made it out of other places but by and large you had to be in, in L.A., you know, to get a sitcom or be seen by cable networks. And you had to make it out of L.A. You had to, you know, leave home and go to L.A. You know, and the comedy store and the improv and the laugh factory, those, those were the places to be. And... Again, I wrote a piece about this. It's up on standupworld.com. But when Joe moved to Austin, and when Tony Hinchcliffe, his puppy dog behind him, little Tony, and I would say that after the Joe Rogan experience, you know, other podcasts are important. Believe me, there's important, you know, Tiger Belly, Bad Friends, you know. Uh, Rich Voss and his wife's podcast. Uh, I mean, there's so many great podcasts. Santino's podcast by himself, Whiskey Ginger, Howie Mandel's podcast is doing great, and Dana, Dana and and, and uh Spade's podcast. But I'm, in terms of just stand-up, you know, there's, of course, Big J and, and what they're doing and what 85 South is doing. But to really, something that could really break a comic, I would say right after Joe Rogan, is Tony Hinchcliffe's show, Kill Tony. Not only for, you know, the guy that goes up to do, for amateur night and does the one minute, But if a guy's getting hot like a Ryan Long or someone like that and can can start being a panelist on Kill Tony or what he did for Mark Norman and Shane Gillis and brought him into the fold, them into the fold after Joe brought them into the fold. That's a hot show. That's a hot show in the stand up circle. You know, and that's down in Austin now. Tom Segura's shows down in Austin. And you know, between that and the festivals and and a lot of you know, listen, Nashville and the energy's not in LA anymore. They're great, store's a great club, the ice house is a great club, the improv's a great club. But there's nobody in the audience that's looking that's gonna change your life in the audience in LA. Uh, I also have a piece up on Tony Hinchcliffe, on standupworld.com, and also here's a piece, by the way, if you want to watch, here's a little thing we did on uh, a clip from the comedy store we did on Tony. I had to create my own show.
1: Come on, make some noise, you're at the number one live podcast in the world.
0: And they watch all these open micers do their minute of standup and then give them notes after. So, I hate when people come over to my apartment and put their
1: coffee down on my cocaine table. <laughs> One minute of stand-up, and then you get mocked by Dom Herrera. <laughs> <Yes>. and <laughs> Bob Saget! Yes, all these, exactly. all these great comedians. Exactly. It's a brilliant it, idea. I think something that's special about this club is that like big comics will always show up yes. for the next generation of comics. Yes. So yes. Tony says, hey, can you come judge? You All go, Joe Rogan come. is there, DJ Leonard's Tiffany there. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, everybody.
0: It started a little mean when I look at the old ones, but that's yeah. just Tony. As yeah. his career did yeah. better, he yeah. got less bitter.
1: I think it's coming from a, a funny place, but also more of an endearing place. I got really drunk. I ate some mushrooms, I got in my car, and I slammed into a bunch of people and hurt my neck really bad. You look like an angry single father that has custody of the kids for the weekend. He doesn't really want the kids, but he's These taken. are my kids! Yeah, hold on, where in the fuck is Larry? Who's Larry? It's my child, just oh. if you were to go in the house. Hold on, where the fuck is Larry?
0: He's my kid! <laughs> Come on, I've been shit. looking for it for two weeks! <laughs>
1: is always different characters every episode, so every episode is a different DNA, which was important for me to figure out how to make it refillable.
0: Kill Tony is already a giant thing. It packs the main room every Monday night. Plays all around the world. We have
1: 25 cities on our schedule right now, and it all started in the belly room with eight people. But he never tried to conform for a network. He never tried to get a special. He just did his thing and uh, uh, I'm sure offended people and just went for it and found his audience instead of changing himself for some vague, amorphous mainstream audience, you know? That's what the Comedy Store allows for that.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, between, it's really about Joe moving there and Joe opening that club. And, but Tony and Segura and some other energy that's there. And, and Tony, read the piece on Tony, who, you know, I, I think he's in a major talent. Uh, you know, I, I think he's and um, I think uh, I think that club and the energy that that club I, I, lo- I love the name, the mothership. I love listen, having Adam Eget run it and book it is really smart, you know. Heaven, look, I love Peter Shore, I love Peter Shore, he's like a brother to me, you know, and the Shores but boy that was a loss for the comedy store this woman that runs it she just is way out of her league she just she's part of the problem at that place you know just it just doesn't have the energy or the edge that it ever had you know you know it's not and it's by the way it's not her fault it's not the store's fault it just they don't have murderer's row anymore and and you know, it's got someone booking it that just is trying so hard to be safe and 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 woke and and you know just doesn't really I don't think she really understands stand up the way the way what's really happening in the world of stand up right now. She's she understands what she's told is happening. And um, I don't think she's been out of LA much in the last few years. It's kind of interesting. But I think Peter's going to fix it. I think the store is always going to be the store. And I think the improv is always going to be the improv. But I do think there's been a tectonic, the earth has shifted. And I think the center right now of the universe of stand-up comedy is going to be Austin for a good long time. So read that piece on Joe Rogan and the mother the mothership, and the piece on the little fucker Tony Hinchcliffe. And also, there's a piece. Bert Kreischer has a new special out. Here's a Here's a little piece from him that I, 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 interesting. Here's a little piece from Bird Special.
1: My wife's honest with them. She's honest. 100% honest all the time. The other night we're at dinner, I'm three drinks in, the girls go, have you guys ever done drugs? I'm like, what are you, fucking cops? <laughs> she just goes, yeah. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? She goes, you gotta be honest with them girls. I smoked marijuana a couple times. I didn't like it very much. Made me throw up, never smoked it again. But your daddy's done cocaine. I go, what the fuck? I don't think they're looking for recommendations, Leanne. She's like, go on, tell him. Go on, tell them. Tell them. Tell them the truth now. I was like, okay, I tried cocaine one time. I didn't like it very much. Made me throw up, never did it again. <laughs> and I hear her fucking laughing. She goes, that's a lie, your dad has done cocaine a lot. I was like, well, your mom lost her Virginia when she was 13. Go ahead, and tell them that story. Yeah. Yeah. She's a whore.
0: I actually really, I actually love this special. It's, I think it's the best of his five specials. And it's an, it's an odd pivot. There's a piece of reader where, I, where I, it's an odd pivot for this, for for. Bert because he deals with his family and, and his kids, and and he, like, he doesn't at all change his character or who he is. He's just so real. The guy is so real. He reminds me a lot of Adam Sandler, you know, because he's so organic. They're, they're completely different, but he reminds me of Sandler because he's just so there's something that I feel like the audience picks up and the reason that they love Bert is because there's there's just a sweetness to him, you know, No matter what he says or does, there's just a sweetness to him. And I think he shows a lot of that in this special, how he deals with his two girls and his wife. And it's really great, and it's really smart. He's a really smart guy. he's like he's like Sandler and that he plays, he's a smart guy that plays a little dumber than he is. I just, I also say that, you know, I have a week, my son's name is Bert, my dad's name is Bert, and my best friend from high school's name is Bert. So I have a, I have this thing, I'm going to show you this clip that I love from the Comic Store documentary when I interviewed Bert for two hours and he went on Rogan and he said, gee, I wish that, there was a comedy store documentary. This is I love this piece. Burt Kreischer, who I love, for two hours. And then he goes on Joe Rogan and I realize I made no impact on him.
1: It. it is crazy to know of people's past like lives. I'll tell you what I would love a fucking documentary about is the store. Like cause There's I they're one. Doing coming one. Out. They're doing the show. Mike Binder's thing. doing it. By the way, I'm in that documentary. I wish I hadn't said that out loud. <laughs> what? you're not even drunk what's going on with you <laughs> I know. did I you wish, have a stroke I wish it was a documentary, documentary knowing full well that I'm in, I'm <laughs> in the fucking documentary did you have a stroke I might, I have, stroke might, might have
0: I love it I, you, you can't help but love Bert Kreischer make sure you watch his special it's great it's great, it's great. special up on Netflix now razzle dazzle Bert Kreischer! And the other thing I want to say is that why he kind of reminds me of Sandler, because I think Bert's going to be a big movie star, and he's going to make his own, a string of his own movies. He's going to have a huge hit with his movie, The Machine, that's coming out, Warner Brothers. Here's a trailer. Watch this trailer. My father was no criminal. He was a salesman. And then you stole the only thing he ever cared about. Sorry. It made him say fuck honest living. If you want respect.
1: God, I'm your origin story. Oh, oh I'm gonna be sick now. Oh, you throw up, if you throw up, I'm gonna throw up. Don't throw up, don't throw up. Don't throw up. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fuck. It's fine, it's fine. Did you just put it in your pocket? I didn't know where to put it. Oh.
0: Just mark my words. This thing's gonna be a hit. This is what the movie audience is waiting for. He's been telling this story for years. He's got millions and millions of fans. Just look online. Look how many times the trailer's been watched. It's a great movie. He's he's he did this right. This and I also maybe Sebastian's movie. I think. This movie's going to bring studio comedies back. Watch. Mark my words. And I think Bert's going to make some really great studio comedies. Watch. The mothership down in Austin. Go to standupworld.com. Read these three pieces. And I also want to say this Thursday night. I'm live at the Ice House. And I'm doing a show with some buddies with the great Sam Tripoli, who is out of his mind. He is a murderer. He is, you know, someone who really can still just, he's got a great podcast, Tinfoil Hat. He's got a couple of ones. He's got one with Brian Callen. And uh, he's just, he's wild. You will, he, I just love what he does. And my buddy Vinny Fastline a young comedian who I think is one of the sharpest guys around right now does some great stuff on Instagram, and of course, special guest Jeremy Piven, who you know from movies and television and entourage, and he's has worked really hard. You know, people that have been around stand up comedy know for a long time see a lot of actors there oh yeah i'll do some stand-up i'll make some money in vegas like yeah, it's easy and it's not easy and it's not it and a lot of them just shy away after about six months but jeremy has been doing it for a good five years and he's worked his ass off and he has chops he uh, he helped me get my stage legs back I, I i featured for him a lot of places around the country and I was really impressed with him. I gotta say, I wrote a piece on him on up on the, on the thing. I was I'm so impressed with him, and he sells out everywhere he goes. But he puts on a great show. He's a real entertainer, and um, he's going to come in and do a guest set. So that's this Thursday night out at the Ice House. The new it's just been remodeled. It's just finally reopened after COVID. Uh, Johnny Bus, Jerry Bus's son of the lakers open if you haven't if you're in the la area and you haven't been to the new new ice house that just opened up again thursday night's a great night to come thursday night at 10 p.m myself sam tripoli vinnie fastline jeremy Piven, and a special surprise guest a buddy of mine's gonna jump up so come on down and see us at the ice house it will sell out so get your tickets go online there's a, on my Instagram, there's a link to the thing. So get your tickets in advance because it will sell out. But come on down to the Ice House Thursday night. And that's it. That's a simple, nice, simple episode 23. Good stuff. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. Don't forget, by the way, go to Apple, subscribe, comment, like, do all that stuff too for me, will you? Thanks a lot, I really appreciate your support, thank you.